Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work, Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. Today we're going to address the topic of interviewing. Mm -hmm. Many of you may be exploring new job opportunities, and knowing how to interview is a key part of that process. Mm -hmm. We'll start with a question from someone who finds that his anger at his current employer is leaking into his interviews for new jobs. Yeah. During the second part of the podcast, we'll discuss what managers can do if they've never been trained in interviewing skills. This is such a rich topic. I can't wait. And I hope more people will send questions about interviewing to info at mycrazyoffice.co. Logan, what's our first question? I'm working at a job that I hate for a person who I cannot stand. I know I need to move on, but I was recently told that I sounded very negative during an interview. Clearly, the anger and frustration I feel toward my current situation are spilling into my job pursuit. What do I do? Well, yeah, I mean, you're not just going to get rid of the anger and the negativity overnight, but you really need to practice interviewing and answering some of the most common questions like, why are you leaving your job now? How do you handle conflict? How Mm -hmm. do you, you know, all all the typical questions. You're going to have to really practice and come up with some answers you can you can memorize mm-hmm. because you never want a bad mouth um, anyone you've ever worked for because that's just an automatic right. Cut. disqualifier. Yeah. yeah, you know you can't you can't do that. They're going to know that you're going to do that about them, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm, when I'm, I'm suggesting that you talk positively of your current position, but you can't you can't come off. You you can't show it. You, can't, mm-hmm. you just yeah. can't show that. So you're going to have to spend some time. I think practicing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I will say, I think you're going to have to start by doing one of our most popular activities, which is called unhooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, unhooking physically. You're going to, you should probably be working out or you should own a punching <laughs> bag or use your tennis racket on the bed. You need yes, to do something yeah. to be expelling some of that anger and frustration physically unhooking mentally and you can refer to our inventory like questions you can ask yourself to kind of cool the engine down Mm -hmm. and then unhooking verbally I think would be preparing for an interview with positive statements about your current situation Uh, business tools would might include working with a coach to help you frame your current experience in a more positive manner right yeah you know it just kind of reminds me that you got to practice interviewing no matter what you're Mm -hmm. going through. Mm -hmm. But I think unhooking for the anger is, you know, and look, a lot of people are looking for jobs when they're angry. Yes. Right. And um, somehow, yeah, taking yourself through the process and then really being able to let go when you get on that interview, um, it's going to take a little work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It sure is. Yeah, and I often encourage people to jot down all the things they may be angry about. They're valid. Mm -hmm. So you may have to, in a sense, listen to you about what's frustrating. Uh, You could also 
talk about it with a coach. Um, but it's so it's important to be able to air those grievances, but mm-hmm. you don't want to show those grievances when you're talking to a new potential. Employee. Yeah, I mean, right. if they're not, you know, they, they're not going to want to know about that because they're, no. they're also not going to know what, what your role in yeah. the whole thing mm. is. And it's very easy to blame it on somebody else. So really, they're sure. hiring you for your work ethic right. and for the work product. And right. that's really what you're there to talk about mm-hmm. is, you know, how, how you... Uh, go above and beyond and how you, um, you know, are, are willing to, you know, learn everything you need to learn about this posi- this yeah. position and that you're mm-hmm. an expert in your field. You're like, like, that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Right. So you may feel, well, I can't go above and beyond because my boss sets me up to fail. Or, you know, like, there, <laughs> there may be all kinds of thoughts you're having yeah. because in your last position, you know, you really got the short end. But mm-hmm. and what about previous positions? Right. You know, hopefully you didn't have that kind of an experience in other positions. So you're just going to have to draw from, you know, the work and what what you would do if you weren't in that kind of a situation. Right. Mm. So you got to be careful. And as soon as you hear, you know, yourself wanting to go down that road or, or you know, the question is, you know, hitting you in a way that you think, oh, God, you know, I, I, right, I can't right. talk about that. You know, just say, well, excuse me, I need to get a glass of water. <laughs> you know, like, if you, if you can excuse yourself. Excuse me, the doorbell's ringing if you're right, in a virtual right. setting. If, <clears> yeah, because <throat> usually this is done on Zoom. If you can, um, mm-hmm. because... You, if you need to take a second, that's not great on an yeah. interview, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's better than blurting out the wrong thing. Right. I'm with right. you. I also think one of the things that you've often taught me, Kathy, about this is you should come prepared with your questions. Yeah. So you're not mm-hmm. reacting and responding only um, you know, with your bitter feelings and thoughts that you could, you might want to come with questions about the, that this potential employer, yeah. research them. You've always taught me about that, Kathy, mm-hmm. to really mm-hmm. prepare, find out about them, come ready to ask questions about the culture and what are the expectations and how are people onboarded. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and you could even in that way go with the things that you don't want to experience again, sure. right? Come ready to ask questions that might demonstrate that this potential employer has some things in place that would be safeguards for right. you. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Because I feel like sometimes in people's desperation to escape, yeah, mm-hmm. they can maybe sometimes end in a similar position That's or a right. worse position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's very important questions you need to ask, you know, what, what exactly, what are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tell me what kind of a person you think will be successful in this position. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, um, why did the last person leave or is this a brand new position? You should know right, that right. if there's a brand new position, it's because they're growing. But if somebody left, right. you know, mm. that's an important thing to know. Right. How's um, that turnover? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And what is that manager's management style if they can describe it, right? Mm. So that yeah. hopefully it's not the same. Not that they're mm. going to say, well, I don't do anything or I'm a micromanager, but <laughs> it's always interesting to know what are the key characteristics they're looking for yep. in an employee. Yeah. You know, the first question typically that is always asked is, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving your current position? Yeah. Right, right. Well, I would work on that question. <laughs> <laughs> 
because that's going to set the tone for the rest of the interview. Absolutely. You, know, you really need to have a good answer. And yeah. you know, if you don't, you know, it's because, well, I can't stand this person. Yeah. You know, you want to be able to say, I want to move to a bigger company where there's growth opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I've been doing this job for the last four years and I know it really well mm. and I'm at the top. So yeah. I'm looking right. for another, you know, where I can grow and do other things. I'm looking for a bigger team yeah. um, mm-hmm. because I would like more... Um, I'd like to work with a big, I'd like, like to meet other people that do right. what I do. You, know, you have to come up with, it's, you can't be leaving More specific, your, concrete. Well, what would be your next growth? What is the thing that you would, you're, you're leaving this job, not because you hate them. That's kind of understood. <laughs> but because you're looking for what? Different like, experiences. What's your career goal here? Yeah. They, they want to mm-hmm. know that. Mm-hmm. And you've got to go beyond, you know, underneath what you're currently thinking because there's something else there you didn't like that job because the person held you back well they held you back why because they there isn't much business maybe right you know Mm. so the answer to that would be i'm looking for a company that is growing yeah right right Right. so that i can grow with them right so yeah you know try to go beyond the you know the the anger that you're experiencing Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm to get to some realities because, you know, I, so many people tell me that, you know, I didn't get to learn that because my company's backwards or, you know, I didn't, so I don't know that, you know, you have to let them know that maybe you haven't used that technology, but you're a very quick learner. You learn this other technology on your own. You did this on your own. And, you know, the whole idea is not to focus on what went wrong, but where you do excel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm thinking you, if you think along the take a lemon and make a lemonade right. lines, mm-hmm. you know, it could be that if you've been working with a micromanager, for example, that you've really gotten good at taking explicit instructions and carrying them out. Or if you've mm-hmm. worked with someone who's never around that you've really learned how to manage yourself and, you know, um, establish your own goals for performance. Or if you've worked for a place that gives you no resources, Mm -hmm. that you've been very, you know, you've been ingenious in terms Mm -hmm. of being able to make things happen on a low budget. Exactly. Kind of look at the... Yeah, look Silver at the lining. lemonade side, <laughs> not the sour lemon side. Now, many yeah. of my clients say to me, "Oh, so you're asking me to act?" Uh, I mean, sure. I, 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 that's their perspective. I don't yeah. really see it as acting. I see it as presenting yourself right. in the most positive light that you can, because you know, people, everyone, they've had bad jobs too. Everyone understands what a bad job is like, yeah. but they're not hiring you for that. They're right. hiring you again for the work product and the skills you bring. Right. And right. that's what your job is to emphasize that. And if I may bring in the dating analogy. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Where's where the dating analogy here? Oh, I guess you don't want to talk about your ex. Your Thank ex. you. Uh, you don't want to sound like a bitter ex. Oh, there's nothing worse than a no. date. Oh, <laughs> nothing gosh. worse. That, that talks about is a killjoy. Oh. Oh. A flop. <laughs> Yep. Well, there you go. So now you're not acting. There you go. That's you're right. You're just being a better dinner date. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I think that there's all different kinds of, you know, I have a client who's very introverted, but we're going to get to that next week. We're going to yeah. talk about mm. different interviewing styles and, sure. and sure. how that can hurt you. But, you know, it, it's not... It, Okay, if you think it's acting and you need to see it that way, then fine. If it helps, then fine. But yeah, it's but... it's learning to present yourself in a very positive manner. I'm not mm. sure that that's acting. No. That's, um, 
you know, if you're, you know, look, we're public speakers, so we learned yeah. how to do that, you know, um, and writing books, you have to go out and talk about the positive. We could tell, mm. we, there's plenty of negative. <laughs> we could have told, you know, all the publishing stories. We could have told a lot, but nobody wants to hear that. Nobody really cares no. how many publishers you went through and the dumb things they said to you. Nobody cares about that. They just want to know, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's an important skill to learn how to interview. You, you, it's not just a once in a lifetime thing mm-hmm. because you're going to interview for other things. You may want to grow in the company and you have to interview for the next position. Yeah. Um, or you may leave this job again and go to another job and you're going to have to interview. Or if you're, I don't know, want to get into college at a later time sure, and go sure, back, sure. you have yeah. to interview. There's so many times in your life you have to interview. Yeah. Or clients, mm-hmm. potential clients. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a skill that is lifelong. Mm-hmm. It's lifelong. So what we're talking about here is that you're going to need to do some self-management of your anger mm-hmm. and try to get to a different place there to kind of neutralize a little bit. And then you're going to need some probably prompting and prepping and practice mm-hmm. of interview skills that mm-hmm. you may get from a coach or from a mentor or some other place, but definitely to work with an other. Don't you think Kathy is important? I, I really think it's important because you don't know what you sound like. You need somebody yeah. who's going to reflect that back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now looks, let's look at it from, um, interviewing from the manager's point of view, how do you conduct an effective interview if you've never been trained? And I have to tell you that most of my clients say to me, they just didn't know how to interview. You know, yeah. Most of the people, because that's not, you know, they're not in HR. They yeah. are, you know, they're going to be your manager. They're going to be your boss. And so um, I think the most important thing to do as a manager who has to interview is know what questions you want to ask. Mm-hmm. Like right. have your questions. And I'm not talking about, you know, um, Tell me what's good about you. You know, I'm talking about... Tell me your greatest strengths and your greatest weaknesses. Right, nobody likes that question. You know, come up (laughs) with situations that you put your client, you put the the, um, prospective employee in. So so can you tell me a time when a client did blah, blah, blah to you and how did you handle it? Yeah. Like, put them in situations so that there isn't an obvious answer. Mm. Yeah. And they can get creative in their responses. Well, they'll see who you, they'll, you'll find out who they are. Right. Yeah, because they'll have to draw on their past behavior slash experience. And so they'll tell you this is how, whether I'm resourceful or this is whether yeah. I work out conflicts, mm-hmm. how do I work with others? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it could, it could also be about, you know, you had, was there a time when you ever had to make a decision, but you didn't have all the information? Yeah. What did mm-hmm. you do? And what was the result? Um, or have you ever had competing deadlines and you were overwhelmed? Yeah. How did you handle that? So mm. you want to come up with t- all these, you know, these different questions and really see who the person is. Um, I also like the style of, you know, when you get an answer to that, probe a little, you know, you can, yeah. you can mm. probe, but also disarm them. You know, like don't, don't just put them on the defensive the whole time, you know, be nice and mm-hmm. um, maybe compliment them over some answer. They don't, that doesn't mean you have to hire them so that right. they become a little less um, defensive. On, yeah. And on guard. Mm-hmm. And that, then that's when the slip ups happen. And that's when, right, that's when right. you find out, well, I really got fired or uh-huh. you can find out a lot of things. So you want to get good at, uh, at that. Also, you know, you don't be afraid to ask 
multiple questions. Mm-hmm. You know, some people just say, well, tell me about yourself. I mean, don't do that's that. No. It's so they, open. <laughs> it's not a date where, yeah. you know, yeah. and they're going to go into things that are irrelevant. Yeah. Really be prepared with those questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think it starts with looking at the position you're trying to fill, mm-hmm. considering your history, whether there were people who didn't have the skills you needed and really taking an inventory of the essential qualities that you want, right? Both Mm -hmm. skills and behaviors. Mm -hmm. Um, And from that inventory, you can draw up your questions. Mm -hmm. But to really take time to prepare. Right. Yes, you really have to know what you're asking. And Mm -hmm. some of my favorite questions is I I like to ask, um, if your manager were here right now, where would they tell me you need to improve? Mm-hmm. And then you find out something, you know, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and where would they say, you know, that you really excel? Yeah. Um, because you you may end up talking to that person. It's mm-hmm. interesting to see their impression. Right, right. Um, I'm trying to think of a, another. I know I have favorite questions, but they're not coming right now. <laughs> um, what kind of a manager... Do you work best, best for? With, yeah. That Ooh. will usually reveal, you know, if it, let's say you're a little bit of a micromanager and they say, well, I could never work for a micromanager. It's important to know. Right, <laughs> right. So what's yeah. your least favorite and who's the kind, what's the kind of manager or who's the kind of manager that gets the most out of you? Mm. And then that'll tell you a lot yeah. um, of whether you want to work with this person or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Or vice versa. so if you're you know your next interview that is a big stake for you because you need to leave the position you're in yeah i would suggest you her work with an executive coach i do this kind of thing all the time and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of executive coaches do Mm -hmm. and there's nothing better than the practice of practicing your answers and getting some feedback on different words you could be using because some of us don't know how to really talk about ourselves yeah, right. I mean, the hardest thing to do is write your own bio or your own right, resume. Right. So it's the same with interviews. Sometimes it's hard to be boastful. I was going to say, especially if you're trying to go for a higher position and you don't have full confidence that you have what it takes, so to speak, mm-hmm. a coach can really help you comb through your experience and be able to prepare answers that demonstrate your cap- your capabilities. Yeah. Right. Practice in the mirror. <laughs> Practice with your pets. They... <laughs> they will be very happy to hear. Yes. <laughs> well, that's it for this podcast. If you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, please tweet us at AskK2. Also follow us on Instagram at My Crazy Office. If you want to receive our weekly podcast, email Texas at 228-28 and type in My Crazy Office. That's all one word, My Crazy Office at 228-28. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy. <laughs>